Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It was the best football weekend of the year, largely because of Saturday and the great games in college football highlighted, of course, by the game of the year, LSU and Alabama in Tuscaloosa, which is where Brady McCullough was. He covers college sports in a big picture way for the LA Times. So they sent him to the big game. Brady, good to talk to you, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, great to talk to you again, Danny. It's been a while since Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, it has, man. I appreciate uh, I appreciate the time. So I know how awesome it was to watch that game in person. It would have taken a lot to get me off my couch. How awesome was it to be there? <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I'd never covered a game in Tuscaloosa before, um, and it's definitely uh, everything you would think it would be. Um, you know, it's fourth quarter and you know they're blaring Dixieland delight and doing this LED light show and Bama's coming back and the the people in that stadium they they and rightfully so they they just don't believe that they could possibly lose and even the way the game started and, and you know it was just until the last possible minute when Clyde Edwards Hilaire bounded through there for you know 12 yards and a first down to officially put the thing to rest there was no one in that stadium who didn't think somehow Alabama was going to come back and win, and probably the LSU people included. And I got to be honest, I felt that way watching. Like, you know, they're they're down 20 at halftime, but if Tua doesn't drop the ball inexplicably on the first drive of the game, they're up 7 nothing. They're They're probably in it the whole way. I came out of that game very impressed by LSU, but thinking – if they played 10 games on a neutral field, it's probably 5-5, five, five, maybe 6-4 towards LSU. I, I thought the two teams were very close. What about you? Yeah, yeah. you, you definitely can't discount the mistakes that, that Alabama made in the first half that were so uncharacteristic. Um, you know, we, we can't deny the fact that, uh, you know, after the big ovation for Trump, the next play is, uh, is to his just ridiculous fumble. Um, and, and then things go awry from there. Yeah. You know, it's hard to know on a neutral field. I, I think that the teams are, are pretty even, but there was something about LSU's mentality. And honestly, there has been all year. Um, they just really, really, they, they've totally changed their mentality as a program. They, you know, they're no longer coach not to lose Ed Orgeron has let it, let go with and entrusted Joe Burrow and, and Joe Brady, the passing game coordinator, and and they don't ever change their mentality offensively, no matter what the game flow is. Middle of the first quarter is the same as the middle of the fourth quarter. There's no, oh, got to watch the clock, got to slow things down, we got to be conservative, don't want to make a mistake. No, LSU just plays their game the entire way, and it's rare to find a team that is allowed to play that way. And Coach O just believes in these guys, and, and you see that in the way they play. I just think they – they are a better team than Alabama right now, but, but yeah, I mean, I think that, and this will probably lead into the next discussion, but 
but yeah, it's hard to ignore Alabama, and, and you know, it's hard to say they're not one of the top four teams in the country. Right. And it does lead into the next discussion as we're talking to Brady McCullough, who covers college sports from a big picture perspective for the Los Angeles Times. I'm not saying that Vegas should be the end all be all for determining the college football playoff. The games have to matter on the field. And if Bama lost three games, they still would probably be favored over Oregon, for example, or Penn State on a neutral field. So I get that Vegas can't be everything. But I do think mm-hmm. common sense, and it should be something, and I'd be fine if it was a tiebreaker, say, for the one-loss teams. How do you think we should be differentiating when we get beyond LSU, Clemson, and Ohio State? How should we be differentiating these one-loss teams when it comes for the playoff committee time? Well, that that is the big question. And I, I think maybe it's just me looking at this as a lifetime fan of college football maybe i'm not the right guy to ask but i i want to see something different and so that's probably coloring my look here and the committee can't look at it that way they have to look at okay they have to have a you know defined thing you know it looked like in the first week by putting ohio state over lsu they were saying that the eye test and, and dominance is, is a little more important than you know your resume lsu had the better wins than ohio state yet they had ohio state won so if you if you read off of that, then then you're going to say, well, Alabama looks like a more dominant football team uh, than Georgia uh, or uh, Penn State or Oregon or Utah or Oklahoma. Uh, so so it kind of I, I would almost the committee. It seems like every year their, their metrics kind of change and what they prioritize changes. Uh, but I just who who in the re- in the country wouldn't want to see one of these other teams get in the playoff? Uh, oh, even even though we all know Alabama is a very very good team, I mean they've had they had their shot. They lost at home. Yes, they lost to a great team, but they you only get so many shots to prove what you prove your worth. And they they got to play at Auburn. That's another you know if they go into into uh, into Auburn and and blow them out, well then that's gonna that's gonna weigh you know that's gonna have weight. But but they're not gonna be a conference champion. And the biggest game of the year was on their home field, and you can use Tua's injury as an excuse. And it's sure, I, I don't think he was 100%. But at the end of the day, don't we want to see some new, new blood in the college football playoffs? I, 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 as a fan, I think you do. Yeah, I do if they deserve it. Is I, honestly, like, I don't mind watching the best teams. Like, I think the reason why that game was awesome yesterday is because those are two of the three or four best teams in the country. And if it was the, if say LSU's the best team and they played the sixth or seventh best team in the country, I don't think it would have been as good of a game. So it doesn't bother me if I feel like I'm seeing the teams that are the most talented. Yeah. Well, you know, the the interesting thing here, of course, is this totally mirrors 2011. Uh, The last time LSU beat uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa or at all, uh, they then have to play them again for the national championship. Uh, Alabama gets in uh, to that to that game in the two spot, and they and they redo it, and they lose twenty one nothing. And I'm in Baton Rouge. I'm talking to an old friend of mine uh, who's an LSU grad, and and yeah, I mean that's they all are just resigned to having to to, to slay the, the 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 dragon again uh, in the playoff. And that's just the way things go. You're going to have Gary Danielson uh, stumping for the next month on CBS broadcasts. And 
and and yeah, it's hard to argue. You know, you know, or you don't know, but but just you you get a feeling based on so far that that Alabama is a better football team than any of these other one loss teams. Uh, you know, the, the the for people who don't want Alabama in the playoff, the best thing that could happen for you is that uh, Georgia beats LSU, and LSU bumps Bama out because they, you know, because they beat Bama. Brady McCullough covers college sports for the LA Times. He was at LSU Bama in Tuscaloosa yesterday. Which NCAA issue is dumber, the one with Memphis basketball or the one with Chase Young and Ohio State football? Yeah, I think that the the Ohio State football one uh, is is a little dumber. Um, off the top of my head, you know, I, I think that uh, if 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 Penny Hardaway was was involved in arranging, you know, uh, intrastate uh, moves or moves across the state, um, you know, to to get James Wiseman to play, you know, on one of his his teams while a prep player. And then he happens to then be the Memphis coach, and uh, you know Wiseman goes to Memphis. I mean that that seems like there's there's a lot going on there. That's very complex. Uh, you know, one of the biggest issues the NCAA is facing, obviously, is the issues of, of you know should players be compensated? Uh, what should they get for their name, image, and likeness, and, and all of that? And you look at something as trifling. If if this is indeed what the Chase Young thing is about. Uh, as a guy, you know, theoretically getting some help uh, so his family can go to the Rose Bowl. Um, you know, this is something that uh, the NCAA actually allows if you're in the Final Four or you're in the college football playoff, your family is allowed to get help to get to those games. This is the Rose Bowl. This is the granddaddy of them all. Ohio State's going out there. He wants, you know, some people in his, his circle, uh, you know, to be able to go out there and enjoy that. And, you know, these things are so – but that that to me seems just very like this is the whole point is someone of Chase Young's caliber should be able to do things to capitalize off of their fame uh, while they are in college uh, making money for these universities. And that, that one seems very just – this is kind of crazy. Yeah, I agree with you completely. A couple of quick hitters here before we let you go. Who's the next football coach at USC? Oh boy, <laughs> you hit me! You hit me right, right in the the one that that I can't stop thinking about. Um, yeah, I I think that there's a lot of talk around town about the new president at USC. Uh, you know, can she allow a, a you know a place? She's trying to clean up that university. She's trying to bring integrity back. That's a big thing. So you're in all in that way. Can you can Urban Meyer be you know the head football coach given the the checkered you know things uh, morally, integrity wise. I just I, I think they need they, Urban Meyer is going to have enough of a push from the boosters and and people at that university. They're going to convince the president that that this is what needs to be done. They they've 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 suffered enough in the last decade uh, for for being so good in the early 2000s. And I think that I, if I had to say, I just think USC is going to pull the trigger and it's going to be Urban. What about Florida State? Florida State is a is a tough one. Um, you know, I'm interested in uh, Mike Norvell at Memphis. This is a, it's a little off the beaten path, but he's done a really good job there. 
um, plays a, a style that would fit with what they've already been trying to install down there offensively. Um, you know, I know Mike Leach probably wants to get involved. I'm, I'm not sure if, if that's actually going to happen. Um, and it, if things go south the rest of the season at Auburn, you know, is Gus Malzahn uh, a move that, that Florida State can make? And I think a really good move they can make if, if they can make that happen. Brady McCullough covers college sports for the LA Times. Who's going to win the national championship, college football? Oh, I hate to say it, but Ohio State. You hate to say it. Yeah, I hate to say it. I can't help it. I'm a Michigan grad. But, okay, um, yeah. That's a good reason. But I think, uh, <laughs> but I think, I think they, they, they look like, they look like they've, they've got it all. Um, I think LSU is right up there with them. And shoot, if Bama gets in the playoffs, you know, all bets are off. And hey, Clemson, what do they do? They won the national championship last year. They haven't lost this year, so it could be. I think it's going to be a great playoff. I think this is this is an exciting, really fun college football season. I think it's only going to get better. I think this is going to be one of the better playoffs we've had. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.